you got your bungs in. What was that? Because my feet are getting fucking wet. Sounds like a future nuggets problem. Welcome back aboard another episode of One More Throw. Nugget here, across from his colonel. How you going, mate? I'm great, mate. How you going? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Uh, you've had a pretty interesting couple of weeks, mate. What are you sick of me picking on you about being a mud car? Because uh, I see you threw it in. Yeah, I wouldn't really say throw it in, mate. But, um, yeah, I've fucking got myself a new little gig and... Been ripping away at that the last couple of days, trying to sort of prove myself and working my little ass off. Fucking been a bit sore when I got home last few nights. Not used to it, but... Not used to a bit of physical labour? No, but I'm fucking not afraid of it and no stranger to it, so... Um, yeah, fucking moved on over to fucking your world, mate. Fucking no. moving freight and... All that sort of stuff. So, no, it's a good little different um, challenge. And, yeah, it was a sort of... Um, bloke got me number off someone, I don't know who, and sent me a message at 3.30 in the morning. Saying what? Saying, can you start at 6? Did you? <laughs> so, no, well, I, um, I'd had... I was, luckily, I wasn't working um, due to the rain, but we, um, yeah... He messaged me at 3.30 in the morning and said, oh, you know, I've heard um, heard you might be uh, available to help out and, you know, um, help us out and do a couple of loads and got a day and day free kind of thing. I said, oh, yeah, and went in and did a day for him and that night he rang me and offered me a full-time job. So I would have been stupid if I said no to that. So... Um, yeah, moving on from the mud for a bit and, yeah, into the world of uh, freight and transport and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, no, it's been good, mate. Something different and challenging and, um, yeah, certainly no complaints from me, so. Oh, it's unreal. Yeah. yeah. Well, they say a change is as good as a holiday. Yeah, well, that's exactly it, you know. I'm fucking waking up a bit happier and a little less stressed and... Um, yeah, my missus is, you know, she's happy for me and, um, yeah, so oh, I'm excited, mate. She's um, something different and, yeah, see what happens, I guess. Every day will be something different, so that's, um, yeah, that's what I like and, um, yeah, that was the whole reason I got out of me cooking because I didn't like that four walls kind of thing like we spoke about before and, um, so, yeah, no, nah, something different, be able to go a different place every day and meet new people and just, yeah, learn something different. So, oh, it's good. Oh, very good, mate. Mm. So, what have you been up to this week, mate? Oh, I took a week off. Oh, um, that's right, you did. You had a week off there last week. Had you? old blind man Dan come down and hosted him from the previous episode and he has got a bit on. Yeah. But um, I think we broke him. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as he got home on Saturday, he just went straight to bed. Yep, couldn't handle, couldn't keep up with the Welshman. Yeah, Old Queenslanders. Got to him, eh? Yeah, mate. Old Queenslanders. 
not as tough as what we are. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I asked what I said to him. I said, oh, mate, you look fucked. He said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stuffed, mate. I said, well... Said, you know, none of your brothers are here to jerk you off, so <laughs> you better, you best get to bed then. Anyway, yeah, he went to bed and um, I sent him a message. Knew he'd be asleep and said, look, Mrs. got dinner booked at 6.30. So we uh, thought we'd take him out and show him a bit of the Aussie. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, sorry, take him out and show him a bit of Grafton, which took him to the Aussie and, uh, yeah, fuck, I forgot his uh, old night vision isn't real good. And um, it's not the most well-lit establishment. Yep. And, um, yeah, he fucking... Yeah, <laughs> I had to guide him around a bit and... But, no, he, it was a good feed. And then um, Sunday I fucking took him down to Yamba, showed him around Yamba. He fucking loved it down there. Yep. A bit, nice sunny day, so you could see. Yep. Took him around the wall. He pretty much stole me kid and pushing around the pram. Fist pumping people, he was saying, and then he was trying to pick up with the with the baby, and I'm just like, fuck it, no. <laughs> oh, and it was it was just a different world, eh? Like I'm not used to having a camera on me yep. the whole time, and I'm just like, oh fuck, you know. That's what I love about this podcast. Like, we being a bit slack, we we need to do more videos, but yeah, you know, we can sort of hide behind the mic a bit. Yeah. Just enjoy a fish. Yeah, that's it. But um, yeah, he, uh, but he um, he must have come down with a bit of. He was a bit crook because he uh, gave it to um, baby Nugget, and then baby Nugget gave it to me missus, and oh no, and then I got it. Come bloody uh, towards the end of the week. So uh, is that why you were late picking me up this morning? Yeah, mate. I was glued, <laughs> I was glued to the toilet a little bit. Oh, there's nothing worse than gastro, eh? I could, I can deal with a cold and I can deal with a flu and, you know, can deal with a bit of, um, you know, a uh, bit of bit of the old vomit, but squirty bum, nah, odds oh, not the best. It's day. fucked because this whole week, like probably if they were looking at me tracker, they'd be seeing me pull in. They'd be like, "Fuck, he's stopping a lot more." <laughs> but I was just fuck. I feel sorry to the servers out there that I fucking destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I pumped. I felt bad, so every time I went in there and did that, I bought something and I just kept buying Red Bull. Yep. I don't need Red Bull. I've got about 20 fucking cans of Red Bull in my just truck. felt bad for going in just to use the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll support them. So I bought a $5 fucking Red Bull. Fucking 50 fucking, oh, well, no, fucking more than 50 bucks the first day. I'm just like, fuck, i got to find something cheaper. So I got Red Bull and chewing gum. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. But yeah, so um, fucking Friday night there, I cooked a mad feed. Didn't check the gas, but it'll come fucking Sunday morning and cook him a brekkie on the barbie. I was nearly done and I fucking ran out of gas. Couldn't find me fucking spare bottle, so I had to move everything inside, but still had that bit of barbecue flavour taste. Yep. So it was, um, that was pretty good. You should have, you should have checked that, um, before you uh, decided to have a barbecue. Well, believe it or not, that gas bottle's lasted me three years. Yeah, yeah. they do last a while, eh? I've only got one of those little ones. Oh, this is um, a big one. Yeah, big eight and a half kilos. Yeah. Yeah, I've only got one of those little ones for us. And, um, yeah, she... Uh, they last a fair bit, eh? When you're just doing the old family barbecue. Oh, it's just... Yeah, just something in the back of my head going, yeah, it's... It, 
going to need to swap that out soon, but, you know, you think about it, but you never actually fucking do it. And it always happens when you want it, eh? Oh, 100%. So, yeah, bloody, um... Yeah, so that was it. Then, um, I was getting in trouble off the missus, especially because she listened to last week's episode when I called her the missus said the wife. <laughs> so, um, because she listened to the recording. Yeah. And then, um... The whole time I was down there and every time I talked to Dan, I was, like, referring but Mrs Nugget as me missus as she's riding the car work and just said her name. Yeah. And I was giving her the shit, so I, yeah, fucking fucked around with that a bit and, um, yeah, probably took it a bit far, but I got a bit of enjoyment out of it. And then, um, yeah, she was into me about not wearing my wedding ring when we went out to Yamba. Um, apparently... I must like being single or some <laughs> fucking thing. I'm just like, I don't wear fucking jewellery. That's why when we got married, we bought the cheapest fucking ring. Yeah. Because I knew, she knew I wasn't going to wear it. Like, yeah. But, you know, now she's getting offended that I'm not. So I'm just like, fuck, I can't win. And then, um, like, she's bought me rubber ones and plastic ones. I just won't wear it. I keep using the excuse going, oh, it's dangerous at work. Don't want to get hung up. So I just... It's it's funny you say that. Like, it's it's very similar with um with me and my fiancé, you know. Like, she she's obviously got an engagement ring um, that we got fitted to her size of her finger. Yeah. Um... But she's, you know, she always has that whole, I don't want to wear the ring if I'm cleaning or something like that. So she, you know, hers, hers just sits in the bloody bathroom up in the dresser and she just wears it when she wants and yep. it, it doesn't bother me, you know. I know that, you know, a ring doesn't fucking signify anything to me, so. Um, I think she'd just like it on occasions when we go out for me to yeah, put that's, it on. And yeah, well, that's what my missus does. You know, she just puts it on if we're going out somewhere nice and that. If we're just around the home, um, yeah, it just stays up in the dresser, I think, and we're not too we're not too crazy or fussed about it, I think. It's, um, yeah, it's... A bit, uh, of a, bit of a bump there? Yeah, a little bump. We're trying to redeem ourselves from the other week. We copped a bit about not catching anything, so we're going back to the same spot. Because we're pretty slow learners, <laughs> um, trying to catch a flathead. But yeah, I don't know if we're going to have any luck because it's not change of tide. And nothing's really running, and you know what they say: no run, no fun. Mm. So ah well, we'll see what happens. We might get lucky. Maybe, maybe when that tide starts coming if in. If you, if you all remember. Um, Episode two, when we had Sam with the crappy bait tank, is uh, actually just perched up the river from us a little bit. So he's trying to steal our thunder today. So fuck you, you Sam. <laughs> <laughs> We're stuck over here in this spot, and we've seen you lift one or two already. I oh, just see you throw throw another one back in, you little uh, slimy mongrel. Did he? Yeah, I just literally just turned around and I watched him throw a fish back in the water. So. Yeah, go yeah. away so we can go over to that hole, mate. Yeah, he's in me. He's in me <laughs> little hole where I showed him that episode and I think he flogs it now. The little us. honey hole, he loves it now. Yeah. So. Uh, see, you've got to be careful who you show things to. 
No, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. But, the sun's um, just coming up. Nice little mist on the river. It's a fucking beautiful day. Had a bit of rain this week, so... Good to see the sun out, isn't it? It is. It's, um... That's funny, eh? You have too much sun and you want rain. Then you get too much rain you just want the fucking sun back. Vicious cycle. Has been a bit wet this week. One mm. of the boys said it was going to rain because he put tyre shine on his truck. Well, we didn't, we didn't actually get as... It has been wet, but we didn't actually get as much as what they thought we were going to get, so I think that's a, probably a good thing. Yeah. Because, um, um, yeah, they were expecting up, upwards of 150 mil. I think, I think we got about 50 or 60. I tell you what, though, I wanted to... Um, the fucking weather was beautiful this morning. Everything's flat. Should have went out to see, but... Got to have an early start because the missus has got to work, so... Yeah. They run the show, don't they? Oh, happy wife, happy life. That's it. But, um, yeah, so, um, you know, cruising up and down the highway, I've got a bit of time to think to myself. Mate, you ever travel different areas and you get those uh, texts from Telstra that says, um, you know, uh, up, upgrading service sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. I think I've got one here. I, just I actually got one more. yesterday. Yeah, when you travel to a different area, and so it um, says Telstra's upgraded its mobile network around such and such with work to take place over 13 days, commencing obviously the date they send you the fucking text. Yeah. And but it's just every must be every cell cell tower you go to, they just send you a text. Yeah. So yeah, by the time I go to Sydney, Brisbane, I've got about fucking 14 fucking yeah texts. It's good for the logbook, I know where I'm up to, but <laughs> I'm just like, remember how they used, they had, years ago they had real bad service, they had to refund their customers? Yep. That's my theory. They send this text out, we do a maintenance, they don't have to fucking reimburse us for a free day. Yeah. Well, it's funny, I got one, I actually got one um, yesterday. Yep. Down south. And it actually said that they had to do work and they have to turn the whole system off for six days. They're not going to have any reception at all for six days. Where was that at? Um, Close, nearby? Yeah, yeah, down around Maxville. Oh, but another cell tower should pick it up. So, um, yeah, it sort of just said, um, yeah, around... Uh, where is it? Yeah, the Newry Forest, that's it. For six days around the Newry Forest, and it says, due to the scale of the works required, the site needs to be switched off. Yeah, so it right. said it'll just reduce parts of uh, coverage along the highway. Yeah, but, um, right. yeah, I agree. It's their little justification to say we don't have to reimburse you or anything like that. Ah, oh, well. Fuck. Assholes. Oh, fucking oath. But, yeah, that's my theory. That's them saving a bit of money. 100%, mate. Give me old tinfoil hat out. 100%. What's going on here? Ah, oh, must be. This, the busiest I've seen this ramp since the bass comp the other week. Yeah, they've all got their sea boats too. They just showed up, launching it. So they've all got big boats. Bloody hell, they must have a lot of money to fuel up and go from here. It's a bit late to be going out to sea from here, but... Oh, well, good luck to them. I don't, think, I don't think they're going out to sea. I don't know what they're up to. To have a group of blokes <laughs> having a fish off, I guess, or dick off. I don't know. Either one, tomato, tomato. 
But, um, yeah, you know, the other week <laughs> when we went back to um, home and washed the boat and fucked us around, the all got all the prawns out of the bait tank. Yeah. I just stuck them in the bucket with the crabs. Yeah. Never told the old boy. Yeah. Because we left it at his place. Oh, no. He discovered it about Wednesday. <laughs> he said they were fucking black. Oh, no. Yeah. Because you know that bag that the trailer ran over? Yeah. <laughs> it was popped. Yeah, he's like, I just get this phone call. So here you go. And he goes, found your prawns. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what he fuck was on about there for a second. Dear, I was like, well, fuck you. What do you mean, bud? And he goes, I found your prawns. I was like, you got to give me more than that. <laughs> those are the ones you left in the bucket. I was like, oh, those prawns. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot to tell you about them. Nothing worse than when you forget, eh? Oh, just, you know, full-on keeping up with Blind Man Dan. Like, he is fucking... That, he need that lift like that. Bloke is full of fucking energy. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. He's just go, go, go. And I'm like, who up there, bud, eh? Fucking... Yeah, I saw... I was going to say, I saw his... Um, I saw his story of him frapping around your hallway, pretending to be a motorbike, saying how long the house was. Wake yeah, up well, in the morning, he said, oh, man, this house is bloody long. You've bloody hit third gear going to the kitchen. <laughs> and I was like, I was laughing, eh? Yeah, well, that's why I stuck him down the other end of the house. I said, oh, I'll burn him out, fucking <laughs> heading up to the kitchen. But anyway, he fucking, he conquered it. So, no, good luck to him. Oh, you're lucky, mate. You could have sent him out at the knee. Um, you could have sent him over your back fence there. Let him run free in the uh, paddock. In the paddocks. Into the golf course. Yeah, the, down the back of the golf course, he would have been uh, in his element. Oh, he wouldn't have been able to see you trip over. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, fucking picking you up there this morning, fucking um, grafting doesn't disappoint, does it? Uh, fucking, there was a guy passed down the fucking drain. I was like, but it's good because when I went down past the golf course, he's obviously had a good night on the charge. But we're, because we're up above it, we're sort of pretty safe because the drunks always head downhill. Yeah. So they never venture up to us in the noise. But, yeah, they pass our old mate's bloody garden. So <laughs> fucking made me laugh there this morning. I so. remember I did that once. Got on a real big, uh, real big night. And I woke up on Main Beach in Yamba <laughs> on the sand. And I was like, yeah, the fuck did I get here? I reckon that's what people should just message us just randomly, some of the best places they've woken up. Oh. I think the best one was mine in a stormwater drone. Yeah, it's when I was younger there, you know, have a wild Saturday night and I don't know what happened, no, yeah, I just woke up and I was like, where the fuck am I? Laying on the grass at the beach, down the bottom of the hill from the pub, and how the fuck did I get down here? Yeah, right. <laughs> Would have been a good night then. Oh, yeah, I was... Back in my chefing days, I used to, um, you know, you used to do the old get to the uh, pub and you're four hours behind all your mates, so you got to double up and just to catch up and all the rest of it, so. I'm always a bastard when I'm, like, drinking with my mates and that because when it's my round to um, buy them drinks, yeah. I always put a shot of vodka in their beer. Yeah. And oh, I wouldn't complain with that. I love vodka. Yeah, yeah, but they don't. It just fucks them up quicker. Mm. It's fucking... Yeah, I, I don't put it in mine. Fuck that. Fucking... I'm a lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> I 
found a funny little story this week. Nugget? Yeah? What was um, it? Talking about how these guys had the longest raft journey ever ever built. Like, they built these rafts and stuff. They found out this guy had travelled from um, South America to Polynesia. Yep. And they wanted to beat it. For fucking some unknown reason, I don't like know why. a record. Being, yeah, so yeah. these these guys had sailed eight thousand kilometers on a raft. Fuck that. So these twelve men, um, there was twelve men, two monkeys, and a couple of cats, and they decided to build a raft and go from Ecuador to Australia. Hey. Yeah. So they ended up. Um, well, they, I think they, they said they accidentally made it to Australia, so God knows where the fuck they were trying to go. But, um, yeah, they ended up in Ballina, just up the road. So but that sort of sparked me interest to read the story because I was like, fuck, that's a bit of history, you know How what I mean? How long ago was this? Uh, in 1973. Fuck. Can you imagine just sitting there on the beach, chilling... And these two three, guys show three, up. Three rafts with 12 men and a couple of monkeys and yeah. a couple of cats just start flying in. Oh, you'd be sitting there thinking you're fucking going back in time to the old bloody Viking days. Oh, yeah, crazy. So, Fuck, can you imagine the head noise? Yeah. So, um, yeah, this guy, he sort of he um, found out this other dude had taken a raft from South America to the Polynesian Islands, like I said. Yeah. And he wanted to double that. And, um, yeah, he wanted to just sort of prove this guy's theory that the ancient civilizations of South America could have um, travelled the Pacific Ocean in a way that's, um, you know, they sh- could have been doing it for years and years. They just basically wanted to prove that they could do it. Yeah. Um, so apparently the guy, the captain, he apparently tried a trip three years earlier in a um, single raft, but he wanted to do it with three. So he must have been fucking crazy. Anyway, so he recruited um, 11 guys from Canada, USA, Chile, Mexico and Ecuador. Yeah. They, um, yeah, they obviously, they, you know, faced some pretty hectic storms, um, no water um, and, you know, hardly any food. And, but the main thing was they had these two monkeys that the locals gave them. The locals pretty much didn't want them. Um, so they gave them these two monkeys and that was basically their biggest regret because they, they said, like, you know, monkeys are too much like humans. I'll watch you tie ropes. But um, in the middle of a storm, they're trying to undo one of the ropes because they think they're helping out. Oh, really? So... They're like, even though they're, you know, cool animals and stuff like that, they're incredibly annoying and dangerous because um, he caught one trying to throw a compass overboard. <laughs> so he's like, you know, we only had one compass. If that had fucking gone, we're fucked. Um, and they had, they said they had, um, they had a two, uh, they had like a little two-man, um, like a little rubber dinghy like the lifesavers use at the beach. Yeah. Um, but he said, you know, there were no life jackets and he said you couldn't fit 12 people on it. But they were using his balsa wood, um, for their rafts because of the buoyancy. Yeah. And 
I didn't know this. I don't know if you knew this or not. I didn't know this, but apparently the female balsa tree has uh, better buoyancy than the males. Isn't, I don't know how to tell a difference, but... Isn't that the same? And I'm a horticulturalist and, you know, I can't tell a difference between a, a male and a female tree. Well, I've got two things to add to that. One, I didn't know there was such things as male and female tree. And the second one is they're not far off the human species. No, that's it. <laughs> Unless you're flat, then you've got no hope. Or you're a fat male. Good, so, good buoyancy. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so apparently if you're ever fucking in the area... Um, apparently you can go to the Maritime Museum in Ballina and one of the rafts is there. So um, that'd be pretty cool to see. Fucking know that would be. But yeah, so, um, yeah, so, you know, balsa wood, it's a, it's a, it's a hard wood, but it's got like a sap, like a sap wood around it. Yeah. And I think that's what helps with the buoyancy. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I could be wrong. I it's funny, like, you know, I've met botanists and I've met horticulturalists and stuff like that before and you don't know nothing about every species of tree. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of different species of tree out there, so they all have their own little different quirks and um, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I didn't actually know that there was a male and female difference, but, yeah, right. no, it's fucking... I didn't even know. Cool, I didn't even know a group of guys coming to Australia and with monkeys. But talking about that, could you imagine the head noise? You're in a freak fucking storm trying to tie down fucking sails and shit. And you turn around, here's this fucking monkey undoing your fucking sail. Yeah. And rope and shit. So, and it just and it just fuck you because like, you know, you read further on in this this article that I read, and um, that was the other thing. Like they didn't have a rudder. A what? They didn't have a rudder. Yeah. Underneath. So what they did was they had um, they had keel boards and they just like poked them down between the logs. Fuck to that. steer to steer themselves. So um, yeah, it was just so they could readjust. They basically were drifting. It was just so they could readjust their, you know, their direction. Fuck. Kind of thing. So like you could just imagine, especially you know. 1973, that's what, fucking 50 years ago. Like, that's that's just fucking crazy. But, um, yeah, they pretty much just rode the current and all that sort of stuff, and their original plan was to um, land in Queensland somewhere, but they... Um, Bit off course. Yeah, they, they found their destination, um, but, yeah, before they knew it, the rafts got picked up by a different current, and they were going south pretty quick, so... Um, he said they sort of travelled in the shipping lane, um, which is fucking dangerous. <laughs> Could you imagine being like a big ship captain yeah. and you just see these random 12 blokes so, just cruising? Yeah, so it got to the end of the, like, you sort of get to the, um, the end of the story, right? And they, um, they actually couldn't get into port because they had no actual power. They were stuck in the ocean in a current and they could see the land, but they just couldn't get there. The current just wouldn't take them there. So they had to get the Navy to come out. And, um, well, the Navy came out. I don't think they called them. The Navy just came and um, towed them into Ballina. So that was the whole, how they ended up in Ballina and while the raft's there and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, it was just the fucking... 
the monkeys, mate, like like they said, you know, the monkeys have got, um, you know, they want to eat all your food and like they said, they just want to be like humans. So you try and do something, they're trying to, um, you know, help you <laughs> and they're just making everything fucking worse. So. Yeah, I, I think the monkeys made that story. Oh, that's, yeah, it's... I don't know where the cats. I don't know what happened with the cats. I think that was just a bit of Chinese. That could have been dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not telling you that. <laughs> I think the monkeys probably could have been dinner too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, they eat some strange shit overseas. 100% they do. But, um, yeah, no, it was just one of them stories. I sort of just read it and seen that. I actually seen... Uh, what got me into it was the fact I... Um, Seen Ballina. Seen Ballina. And I was like, oh, that's fucking, you know, 14,000 K raft journey from fucking Ecuador ended up in Ballina. I was like, you don't hear that shit, so. But, yeah, apparently, um, I haven't seen it, but apparently, yeah, if you're in Ballina and you go to the Maritime Museum there, apparently it's, um, yeah, they got one of the rafts there, so that'd be cool to see, actually. Yeah, so uh, coming off that, I think we should get into a bit of fucking... News, um, we found a couple of stories this week while fucking waiting around. So, uh, one of the news stories I've come across was plane forced to return to airport after horse escapes on board. And I'm just like... How the fuck does a horse escape a plane? I'm like, well, that, that, that's clickbait for me. That <laughs> sounds like a story I could get behind. Yeah. So it says, around a, half an hour after leaving New York on its way to Belgium... The Boeing 747 cargo plane contacted air traffic control to inform them of the escaped animal. So basically, half an hour into their trip, the fucking horse got out of its stables. Could you imagine listening into the air traffic control of that one? <laughs> <laughs> the reason to returning? <laughs> Fuck just, it. All I can picture is the banging of the horse in the fucking plane, like trying to get out of the cunt. Oh, fucking hell. That's crazy. How does that happen, though? Yeah, bloody, I think old, the old apprentice might be in a bit of trouble for not locking the stable. Yeah. So, especially, it's probably, tell you what it is, it's probably um, a racehorse being on a plane. So that would have been a lot of money involved there. So, ooh. I was about to say, I bet you it's like a very expensive racehorse. Oh, fuck yeah. So, we, <laughs> what'd you find this week, bud? Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I actually found the little shop in China. It's been called the most inconvenient convenience store in oh, the world. fucking hell. So it's a little shop, hangs from the side of a steep cliff face, and it's yeah, been nicknamed the most inconvenient convenience store in China. Um, and all it does is supplies drinks to people climbing the mountains. Fucking hell. <laughs> so it's a wooden shed. And it's um, yeah, four hundred feet above the ground, so Fuck. it's fucking fucking pointless. That's that's fucking. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> you, you imagine that? What a title to have! Most inconvenient convenience store. Yeah, that's just. I don't know how you'd make any profit. Oh mate, you get thirsty climbing. I get thirsty fucking getting in our bed. <laughs> so I get thirsty getting in and out of the truck. <laughs> so yeah. fucking. But no, it's um. I tell you what, though, you you wouldn't get annoyed by dickheads anyway. Oh fuck no! But you'd you'd meet some interesting characters because. Well, it's like them people, like the um, what are they? The fucking the Sherpas, in um, Everest. 
And they're, they're the ones that like... like the, they're the ride. people who literally their whole job is to fucking help you up and down the mountain. Like, you know, um, I think they're called a Sherpa. They fucking... They take you to the base camps and all That's that That's like of that shit. Um, song that um, Kevin Bloody Wilson sings. Oh, oh fucking... About, oh, his missus, Olga, ends up getting potted by a townie because <laughs> he was too busy um, carting Japanese tourists screaming at the end of his rope. <laughs> Old lady, yeah, oh, fuck, sorry, guys. It's fucking, I wasn't expecting that fucking news article, <laughs> so I didn't really do me research in that song. But, um, oh, fuck, I love Kevin Bloody Wilson. Bloody oath. But um, I thought I didn't. I know you don't have one, but I thought I'd uh, add a little bit of sport oh, in on yeah. our news section. So um, you'd like this one, and I sort of got a bit of a chuckle. It's out- outrage as boat crossing halts cyclists on home straight. Four cyclists have been left fuming after they were forced to stop just five kilometres from the finish line because race organisers failed to factor in a boat crossing. So basically, I read the story. They're fucking flying down, last straight. And you know, overseas where we got one here where the like the road lifts up yep, to let yep, boats yep, go. Yep. Well, you know those ones that like in New York and shit where yep. they tilt up. Yeah, it was one of them. So they're fucking racing to the end, and all the fucking this big boat went, like barge went Just through. Going through, so they all had to wait. Yeah, for like. Ages because it was a big shipping one. So everyone, everyone caught up. Everyone caught up. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah. They may as well so, just start at the race from the fucking last hundred metres. Oh, fuck, I found it funny. I'm like, ah, oh, <coughs> shit. Could you imagine all that build-up and effort going into prepping for that race just oh. to get smoked by a fucking boat? Oh, yeah. Fucking, oh. I'll yeah. tell you what, old mate that's just been dawdling behind... He probably got the momentum to get going. That's what I mean. He's come up the rear right at the... We're right at the moment. They've closed back down. Everyone's getting going. He's straight through the old Stephen Bradbury. Uh, that's fucking... That's funny, eh? I've so never... That, that, you, you, can't, you can't script that shit. Well, I, I don't think it could happen to a better class of people. Yeah. The old well, actually, I, It's funny, like, you're talking about sport and that too, but, it's, you know, I actually find it funny because... I don't mind cricket, but, you know, like Australia won the World Cup this week. I don't know if you've seen on the news or not. But yeah, they beat India, didn't they? They beat India. Yeah. In India, 130,000 Indian fans in the final, and Australia just smoked them. That's, that's just what dreams are made of, that sort of stuff. I think they choked. But that that's anything, like, you know... I hate cricket. Like, I fucking... I really do. It's like watching paint dry. Oh, but I love it. Do I you? Could, yeah, I could do it all day. See, I can't. I, I don't mind playing it, but I can't sit in my lounge room and watch it. I just can't sit still that long. Yeah. Yes. I don't... I don't... Like, I like watching cricket. I'll sort of sit there and... If it's a test match or whatever, I'll sort of watch it. You know, I might sit and watch... 45 minutes an hour or so and go and do something and come back and but it's, it's always on the telly like it's just always on I'll be doing something and hear a wicket drop or something you're fucking straight in the lounge room fucking looking at the replays and I'd get nutted if I fucking put cricket on the TV it's bad enough trying to talk her to let me watch the NRL <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, during, during footy season, I'd come home, walk in, because, you know, getting home late Friday night, usually... Games just catch, on. Yeah, games on, so fucking flick the TV on, check the score. Then I walk in, hey, babe, how you going? She used to get the shits out. She goes, you can't say hello to us first, am I? How about you meet me before I get to the lounge room? Because <laughs> I walk straight past it. Nothing yeah. wrong with flinging it on before I come see us. Yeah. Yeah, I was in trouble for that. But, yeah, I just did that to myself. Oh, the boys have got another one. They're, they literally pissed me off sitting in my hole. Yeah, we sort of... Uh, Look like we trolled, we trolled past uh, Sam there this morning. So there's a little couple of little Jews around. and But we're chasing the floodies, so that doesn't phase us. Might get lucky and get a decent dewy, but I don't think so this time of morning. No. I'll tell you what, though, the boys down river have been getting a few decent ones um, of a night. They're sick of catching them, eh? I'll go out and nail a few and... Oh, really? Yeah, fucking... Bring in a few Snapchat. Fucking boys are out to sea this morning. I was there, I was a bit... I was a bit fucking dirty because... A few of them were messaging me going, oh, fucking, you know. You should be out here with us. Yeah, basically. I'm like, oh, yeah, probably should be, but here we are. Um, no, doesn't we'll, matter. We'll like, try and get out there soon. And... I was sitting on the shitter there this morning when we busted fucking freckle and, um, yeah, Snapchat of the boys heading out over the bars, so hopefully they have a good day and... And they get a few, but I reckon, um, pending weather, I reckon we should be heading out there next weekend. Yes, I think she um, But the missus had to work this morning, so... We'll be, we'll be due for a, uh, a good little session there. Need to have one, and one of them days where the, both the missus don't work on the Saturday, and yeah, we'll be out. Happy days. So, mate, have you ever done something, like, just... And you're not really thinking, you're just doing and get busted. So I'll give a bit of an example this week. Well, it wasn't this week, it was the other week. And I've been sitting on it for a while just to make sure that I don't get in trouble. And then I'll bring it up. But I ne- nothing ever come of it. So I sleep naked. A lot of guys know that. That's why they don't, you know, come near me truck, which is great. I get left alone in the yard. Otherwise, I'll get a bit of a scary sight. But I was down in Sydney. Anyway, it was about 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. I just got up. I was like, no, no fucker will be up. You know, I was down in the middle of an industrial area. Like, there was no fucker around. So I just stand on the side of the step and did a piss. Like, <laughs> fully naked. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't give a fuck, you know. Anyway, all I hear is, like, I'm half asleep. Is you are fucking disgusting. And I've looked, and this lady's there walking a dog. Yeah. And I'm like, where the fuck have you come from? And what the fuck are you doing at one o'clock in the morning? You know what she did? Fuck, I just took a photo. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, I was like, I just looked at her. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I was like, oh, I just, yeah, I just couldn't believe she took a photo of me. I was like, oh, and I just said, oh, whatever gets you off. And um, she wouldn't be able to see in the truck door because she was sort of like facing the rear towards the rear of the truck and there was no branding on that. Yeah. The trailers and the door was open so I wouldn't have got the number and that on the door, which I was pretty probably safe. But yeah. I'm sure I'm floating around a fucking Sydney notice board somewhere. <laughs> 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 fucking feral fat truck driver pissing off the step naked. 
but even if they went to police, what are they going to do? Like, fuck them. You got to go, you got to go. And I wasn't getting dressed. Not for 30 seconds anyway. But, um, yeah, that was my fuck up. You ever had a similar experience? Uh, not so much in the truck. Um, I heard the neighbour busted you doing naked yoga. Hey. I heard the neighbour busted you doing naked yoga. Naked yoga. No, I did... Actually, I do. Have, oh, here we go. I yeah, did I did. One. I did. I knew baiting him up. <laughs> it uh, was bring years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, was it, fucking years ago. Was I was it in the downwood school. doggy? Huh? Was it the downwood doggy? Oh, that's fucking. Um, sorry, I just got distracted. Brock's driving past in his bloody truck and dog on a Saturday. Um. Yeah, no, I actually do have a funny one. It happened, fuck, I would have been year five or year six, I think it was. Uh-huh. Primary school. Maybe fuck. even a Are, we, are we allowed to tell this story? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's not that bad. Um, I think it might have been year four, maybe year four or year five, because I was sort of just before that age where I could sort of um, come home from school in the afternoon without mum and dad there. Yeah. So, like, my old boy, he used to obviously, um, you know, he used to work till five, five o'clock or whatever. Wasn't home till six o'clock at night kind of thing. But my old girl, she used to have, um, well, she still has a shop, but she used to have a shop in um, McLean that she used to cl- she used to shut at three o'clock in the afternoon. So she'd be back home at our house by 3.30. Yeah. But I used to get off the... Uh, I used to get off the school bus at, like, 20 past three. Yeah. And I used to just sit out the front of the house and wait for mum to um, to get home. And anyway, I um, this one day in particular, I get off the bus and, you know, I was busting. Like, it it was coming and I had no, I was, couldn't get inside. And I was, like, had to go number twos, had to do a shit. Anyway, I was like, oh, fuck... In hindsight, probably should have done it in my own yard. But in hindsight, <laughs> oh, I, fuck, where is this going? I, I, I fucking stopped at the neighbour's house on the way home and I took a shit under a tree in their fucking front yard because I was busting. I was like, fuck, look, what am I going to do? And I was like, oh, I know where I can go. I can go under this tree in next door's yard because it had like a big canopy thing I could sort of bend over and do my business and anyway... I'm fucking doing me business and the bloke who lived on the other side of that house in particular, Mr. Doolan his name was, he um he well, used to we'll s- have to fucking beat that name out, oh, I, think, I think he's passed on now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's he's no longer there. He hasn't lived there for fucking years and years. So you shat in an old guy's front. But he was yeah, he, no, he was he was so he was sitting in his garage, you know, you know how old blokes sit in their yard and have a beer of an afternoon kind of thing, and I didn't see him, but yeah, I was busting. I was like, so I was, yeah, I was doing a shit under this tree, and next thing you hear this big deep voice, oi, and I fucking shit myself, literally. <laughs> Turn around, what the? F- what are you doing, you little shit? And I fucking pants up, let no wipe, nothing, man, pants up, legged it. I'm fucking running. <laughs> 
And he a bit of lube for the he old He obviously knew where, he knew where I lived and fucking, yeah, he come around and told me old girl and that. And I'd, fuck, I got in trouble for it. I was like, fuck, I never Did they make again. you go clean it up? Nah. Nah. Oh, I don't actually remember. I don't think so, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I would have been, like, year four maybe. So what's that, like, 10 or 11? Like... Yeah, young, but fucking yeah, I got caught shitting in my neighbour's garden when I was fucking in, hell. in school. My mum, my mum fucking got up me so much then, eh? Like, I was a bit of a little shit back in the day, like. You still are, you're just bigger. I remember, yeah, I still am. I, I remember once I got, a, mum got a phone call. Um, no, sorry. I remember once I got a phone call from my mum. It was, you know, fucking in the morning. Yeah. Anyway. She goes, all she said was, you've got, I lived, I didn't live with mum and dad, um, but I lived about 10 minute drive away. So, like I wasn't far, but um, anyway, yeah, mum rings me in the morning. She goes, you've got uh, 10 minutes to get back to our house. I said, what do you mean? She goes, you've got 10 minutes to get to our house. I said, okay. So I jumped in the car, drove over to mum and dad's and pull in the driveway and there's a fucking police car there. Mum's standing out the front with these two fucking coppers. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what have I done anyway? I got busted for uh, drag racing in Mum's car <laughs> when I was 17. Fuck. So I had me, I'd had me red peas and I don't know, if you know, a lot of people do, if you know Yamba pretty well, um... There's like uh, in the main street of town there where you go up to the uh, iconic Pacific Hotel. There's a like a steep hill goes up straight up the hill. And um, yeah, me and a mate, we pulled in to uh, we pulled into the um, pulled up at like the giveaway lights there and I pulled up next to him and he goes, you know, give a little rev rev kind of thing. And I was in like, I wasn't in nothing fancy, man. I was in my mum and dad's fucking Hyundai fucking Tucson family car. Like, it wasn't nothing special anyway. It was just this whole sort of... You're going to fuck another one. Fuck you, Sam. Fucking <laughs> hell. Nah, you're right, mate. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, so what happened was um, I was seen... So what happened was uh, me and my mate were there and I said, right, three, two, one, boom, let's go, and we fucking legged it up this hill. Anyway, turned around and um, I was seen by an off-duty policeman who had taken the rego down of the car. So obviously the next morning he's gone around and I'm sitting there swearing black and blue to mum that I've done nothing wrong and she's going, you, someone's seen you do it. So it was, um, yeah, one of them things that, you know, you learn your lesson. Everyone's young and dumb, so. What ended up coming of it? Nothing. So I got, the coppers let me off on a, like a warning. Uh, mum didn't. Oh, fuck, I was in trouble with mum. I can't remember what my punishment, punishment was there. But, um, yeah, I actually only just got let off with a warning because they said to me, you know, they said technically we could take your car for hooning, um, but it's, you know, your parents' car, so we're not going to do that. But... Um, yeah, I think I got in more trouble off me mum than me fucking the coppers that day, but... Ah, uh, that was just another little fucking story from back in the day, and... 
<laughs> talking about back in the day there, I seen on the messages there last night an old school teacher messaged our socials. Yeah. That fucking. freaked me out a bit. Yeah, I saw that too on, you know, we were talking about in the previous episode there. And I think episode three, the when old I, woodworks um, teacher. Yeah, when I fucking come last in woodwork, got the old cherished rooster reward that, um, yeah, Mr. Perry, we used to call him Pez. But yeah, he um, sent us a little message there last night and sort of just said, you know, hey, Dan, do you, do you remember? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you remember the rooster reward. And I'll tell you what, mate, I've still got it somewhere. So um, I'll have to find it and put a little uh, photo up. But yeah, no, he used to do this little wooden trophy of a fucking rooster and he'd fucking put glue, feathers and shit on it and... Actually, yeah, they were, they were fucking sick, but... It's probably the only trophy you ever got. So, yeah, better than any fucking sporting trophy or anything I ever got, but... Yeah, it was, um... Yeah, it was just one of them things. It was just a laugh, like it was a... You know, you you were the one who might have been the fucking class clown or you fucking, um... Yeah, generally went to the person who got the lowest score in, like, the HSC or whatever, and, but... I did tell him, like I said, I've had me coffee. I built a coffee table, right? And it was fucking pretty simple. We did that year 9 and 10, didn't but, we? No. Nah. Or was that your year 12 project? That was my year 12 major project. So um, so what I did, I just built a coffee table, which was fucking, you know. For me, it was, you know, for me, it was a, you know, it was a project. But for anyone else looking at it, they'd be like, oh, it was a piece of piss. <laughs> um, because, you know, like, there were there were kids in my class who um, someone made, like, a king bed. Um, someone, someone made a pool someone table. Else made a, um, someone else made a, like, a six, eight-person poker table. Um, someone made a surfboard. Um, I had a girl in my year... Um, who, she was a musician and, like, did music and stuff like that. She made a guitar, so that was pretty sick. So, like, compared to some of the other kids in the class, heaps of uh, TV cabinets, um, you know, desks, that sort of stuff, trying to show that, you know, you, you knew your techniques and whatnot. But, um, yeah, so that was... Uh, yeah, it was good little, good little message, eh? Shout out to, uh, yeah, Mr. Pering, his name was. We we called him Pez, and he was actually my um, homeroom teacher too for a bit. So, no, he was a fucking good bloke. He's retired now, but well, that's even better because we can probably uh, get him on the show and yeah, he can have, tell have the stories about you. That, but yeah, so he, um, yeah, he's retired now, but he, um, yeah, he's got his own, um, he's got his own mill in Grafton that he he specialises in red cedar. So called Cedar Works, actually. Little plug there, little free plug for you, Pez. Um, Cedar Works, it's called. So, yeah, if you, um, yeah, fucking real nice. It just specialises in red cedar mainly, and um, yeah, fucking beautiful timber. But no, nah, it was good to sort of. Um, that tide's turned now. Finally, get, it was um, good to get a little sort of message, and yeah, he remembered us. He remembered you. He, <laughs> how, can you, how, how can you forget me? You mean <laughs> you me remembered once. you and um, yeah, so no, yeah, it was, fat uh, shamed me. 
it was good. You can't change any, no point change for people. But yeah, no, we um, yeah, shout out to him, and we'll have to get him on one day and come for a, come for a bit of a flick with us. Yeah, I'm sure he's got some stories about you. Oh, he would. Oh, I used to. I was a bit of an ass. Well, in saying that, junior junior high school, I was a bit of an ass. I got a little bit better towards the end, but yeah. Year seven to year ten, mate, I was fucking... I was a bit of a cunt of a kid. <laughs> I think so, we all were. Yeah, that's it. Ah, oh, good stuff, good stuff. But, um... Yeah, the old uh, bin chicken was uh, back. Yeah? What did she buy this week? Oh, it's got me worried what she's getting into now because, you know, we've had chickens before and being where we live, the old fox always seems to smash them. Yep. But I come home to a egg incubator. So yeah. I'm just like, you know, obviously breeding guinea pigs and rabbits and whatever other animals we've got floating around the house isn't enough. Yep. I've got the old egg incubator now, so um, fucking God help us now. We having fucking KFC every night. Yeah, yeah. so talking about uh, KFC there, mate, I saw the video you uh, put up a Max burning his off this week. Yeah, well, his missus listened to the episode, and uh, yeah, he got in a bit of a bit of trouble. Yeah. So, um, oh well, that will teach you. Pick on me, I'll get you back. <laughs> so yeah, gave him a call out. Yeah. You know. I I just yeah. You know. Yeah, I found it fucking funny, eh? Like <laughs> doing the old sneaky sneaky from the missus during work. I do the same, but she sees what I spend on the bank account, so. She gets a notification. Oh, not so much a notification, more um, more the, she sees the money goes out. Like, hers notifies her if she uses a card. Yeah. Because um, we actually got hacked here the other week over from America. Yeah. Some store, yeah, took about 300 bucks before she picked up on it. And, um, like, in 80... Dollar lots, and then one was twenty or forty or something. It was just fucking bullshit. I think there was like four transactions, and um, at the one shop, and yeah, it made things. So she quickly cancelled the card, but she still had the one on her phone. Yeah. So she wasn't because I was down Yuranga that week. I forgot about that, and um, just grubs, eh? Yeah. Fucking. So. Yeah, so it's probably a good thing she keeps an eye on the bank account. Not so good for me when I, you know, want to pull up and grab a burger or something. You know, a bit of a cheat. I do pack food and that, but, you know, sometimes it's nice just to treat yourself. That's it. Or, or it's, um, you know, you forget. You know, you're fucking hungry the night before, you eat two of your dinners and... You don't have something, something, it's sort of good to have it there. Everyone has, like, you love your little, um, you know, your little favourite spots too that you stop and, you know, everyone's... I've got places that I won't stop at because I don't like them and oh, other we places all have that I'll fucking stop at every time. Yeah, we all have our favourites, which yeah. is, yeah. But um, actually uh, another thing is um, talking about shopping. I'm fucking getting picked on a bit, eh, about not having a set of Crocs. Blokes are up and me saying, oh, you should be wearing Crocs in the boat, mate. Fucking game changer. Got the old four-wheel drive flick back, kick it in and 
I'm just like, oh. <laughs> just I'm not a fan of Crocs, eh? Yeah, I've never, I never owned a pair. Like they reckon they're I was weird. Chef and they used to have like these chef-style Crocs, and I'm, it's never been a thing for me. Like, what the fuck's a chef-style Croc? They're, cr they're, they're Crocs for chefs, but they've got like a steel cap in them. So still, like they're literally slip-on, like slip-on chef shoes. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Why do you need steel caps in cooking? Well, drop fucking tins of tomatoes or something, drop stuff on your feet. Most places, just most places these days are prefer steel caps, I guess, but... Um, yeah, my old TAFE teacher actually used to wear them. I thought they were fucking stupid. I hated them. Like, I used to just say, such a bogan with the old Crocs. I'm not a... Not a big fan of them, but my sister wears them. Yeah? I yeah, I don't know why, but... Ah, oh, fuck. I, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, I think I'm scared to get a set because I'm, I'm worried I'd probably actually enjoy them. Yeah. And then I'm just not ready for that yet. Yeah. So. Not ready for that level of commitment, are you? No. <laughs> just, just not. So, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got a recipe for us this week, mate? Oh, I fucking sure do. Oh, because we missed out on the other week. We were bloody... Nugget was too tired after fucking the uh, Yurunga comp there and we'd actually stopped recording. We are halfway home and we've gone, hang on a minute, we didn't do a fucking recipe, so... Ah, <laughs> uh, well. But, um, no, this week I've got... It's just super, super fucking easy. Real easy. Um... I use the crabs we caught last week with Blind Man Dan. So what I did was we only caught seven crab last week. The little fucking pricks, they uh, moved on us on the river. and So we only got the seven, um, which was still a pretty decent feed. I made fucking... Um, I made crab rolls this week. So my original plan was... And it will still happen. I'll get it to you. Um, my original plan was um, chili crab, like Sing Singapore chili crab. So how come you didn't end up doing that? But I, um, I couldn't get like half the ingredients, so I didn't want to fucking do it half-assed kind of thing. So what I did was another one that I like. It's super, really fucking easy. It's again. Um, you know, you're just wanting to pretty much hero the crab. So, the le you know, less is more in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I made crab rolls for the family. Um, yeah, I, was, I did seven crab. Um, clean, cooked, cleaned and pulled apart, obviously. I then added um, a full cup, pretty much a full cup of uh, mayonnaise, just for a bit of moistness, moisture in the uh, mix. Um, and I actually weighed my herbs for you guys. So I did five grams of chives and I did five grams of dill. Just fucking finely chopped, mixed through the uh, mix. And I think that was the perfect. That was actually, I think, was a pretty good, for seven crab, I think that was pretty good because 
it wasn't too herby kind of thing. You, you still had that nice crab taste, but you got that nice bit of herb flavour as well. Um, juice of half a lemon and salt and pepper, guys. And the little secret ingredient I've put in, uh, it's not really secret because you can fucking buy it at Coles and Woolies, but it's actually Old Bay. It's called Old Bay Seasoning. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. If you haven't, you need to get it. Um, I don't know what the fuck's in it, but fuck, it tastes good. So, um, you know, that's that's just a taste. I'll put, you know, a little bit of a shake in just to get a little bit of flavour in there. But yeah, Old Bay Seasoning. Fucking cannot go wrong with that. So, super easy, guys. Fucking, um, yeah, crab rolls. Um, super easy. It literally took me... Once I had the crab pulled out of the shell, like, like literally that only took um, about 15, 20 minutes. And I'll tell you right now, if you don't have a like a crab claw cutter thing, I fucking suggest you recommend... Purchasing like, one. Getting one. Because yeah. it, fuck, it makes life so much easier. It was literally... Um, they got a sale or they... You walk past the shop and they always have sales on, but that Robin's Kitchen, um, you can get one there for about eight bucks. So, yeah. oh, plus, oh, well, Black Friday sale will be over. Yeah, that's oh, well, not not so much. I think they, I, I think they've got twenty five percent off at the moment. Anyway, I think they've always got fucking. That's sales what I said. On. You walk past and they've always got a fucking. It's always a sale on. Were they Robin's like kitchen? Sale. Were they doing like a clear out, closing down? Yeah, sale for like they're, five, yeah, they're, five they're years. They're always like we're we're closing down, got to get rid of stock, and like they're still open. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I did. I just invested in a in a crab. Um, shell cracker thing from Robbins. Like I said, literally less than 10 bucks. And it, fuck, it makes your life so much fucking easier. Um, and yeah, like, that's probably the longest process. Everything else, literally 15 minutes, mate. Done. Yeah, Perfect sweet. lunch. So, yeah, that's my recipe this week. We'll have a uh, video up um, on Friday. So in a couple of days' time, so keep an eye on that. And we will, uh, yeah. Well, I think... With the Colonel, it's back. We fucking, like I said, we were bloody too tired there the other week and we fully forgot about it. So we haven't had one for a couple of weeks and it's time we uh, bring her back. <laughs> Sam's up maybe because we're drifting with the tidy and we're drifting straight on top of him. So... But, um, yeah, no, very good, mate. Uh, I think we're going to be donuts again this week. Oh, I think so. Because uh, Sam's here sitting on me fucking hole. So I've just stopped fishing here. I've just creeped over and have a bit of a, I'm going to have a bit of a chin wag with me here when we're done. Because yeah. apparently I want a bit of goss here. Apparently there was almost a collision at the boat ramp here when those fuckwits took off. Yeah, there was, we were there talking there before. And a few we'll edit it all out, but... Yeah, but um, on that note, fucking hang in, guys. There's only a couple more days till you have to, um, you know, stop fighting the misses and allow her to put the Christmas stuff up. Oh, I, yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a Christmas Grinch when it comes to that. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a big believer of not in November. I reckon it's bad luck. 
like, my missus is at me. I get tagged in every Christmas Grinch husband fucking meme there is on Facebook and all the rest of the shit. And I'm just like, I, I just, I've always grown up with Christmas is December. Yeah. But the problem is I'll fighter and fighter and fighter with the Christmas tree, like, you know, don't put it up till December. The fucker stays up till June. <laughs> like, well, we go, started this podcast the, and that... You go, you go the opposite way. Yeah, like, we started this podcast and it was after tax time and the fucking Christmas tree was still up. <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking... You just need to, um... You just need to go buy some, you know, like nice looking fake flowers and just take all the Christmas stuff off and put the fake flowers on for the rest of the year and oh. then it, when it comes time to actually do it you um yeah you'll never uh, be but, disappointed um, but yeah it's um so hang in there guys you, you've only got a couple more days when this podcast comes out to fight them and have enjoy joy on the weekend putting the Christmas tree up with the family it's always nice yeah so we last year we actually so my daughter yeah. Her birthday is 14th of December. Yeah. And last year, she obviously, it was her first birthday, so we didn't want to, um, we wanted to try and keep that birthday Christmas separate last year. So we just put the so tree we up didn't actually put our we didn't actually put our Christmas tree up until like the 20th of December. It was fucking great. And then, you know, it was back down before New Year's and, um, but yeah, like... This is something where, yeah, my daughter, she's born 11, da- 11 days before Christmas, so you're trying to... You, you don't want her to feel like she's missing out on birthday stuff because... She's just double-dipping. Yeah, that's it. As I bet you, as you get older, you'll combine them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah save she'll, money. <laughs> she'll, she'll, um, she'll work us pretty good and she'll... Uh, yeah, I reckon she'll be pulling the whole... Oh, I don't, I don't want anything for... Um, you know, Christmas or my birthday. I just want this one big thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It can be a present for both Christmas and my birthday. Fuck, I do that now. My birthday's in October. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so last year we didn't actually put it up till about five days before Christmas. Um, but, yeah, everyone's... Oh, this is going to sound real grinchy. I'll probably be a bit more into it this year, but I'd be happy if the Christmas tree never went up. It just, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, actually, I actually like the um, I actually like the new ones that you see people doing all the pallets and um, the pallet trees. You see them ones? No. So they just get a. Oh, is that um, when they like cut the pallet out in the shape of a tree? Yeah. So they just go to yeah, bun- yeah, you just sorry. go to Bunnings and you know get the old pallets at Bunnings. Yeah. And um, and then yeah, you just you know. One at this length, one at this length, one at this length. Get another one, make us, you know, your uh, your trunk basically. Um, and yeah, people do them like that. I reckon they're good because you can put those ones like smack bang up against your wall, and you're not losing any space. Yeah, right, right. Like you know, like for us, for example, if we're doing, um, if we're doing our Christmas tree, I have to take one of the recliner chairs out of the lounge room oh. to put the tree in there. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So, yeah, those pallet trees, they're real good if you're stuck for space and all that sort of stuff. So You know what I did one year, like, when I was single and probably just moved out of home? I was a bit of a smart-ass because um, Mum, like, was a smart-ass and sent me a text message going, did you put your tree up yet? And this is, like, first day of December, she's staring me up. So I went out of my car and got the old Christmas tree smelly 
And yep. just sticky tape that to the wall. <laughs> it's like the old budget Christmas. Yeah. Anyway. That's still a Christmas tree? Yeah, fucking A. Yeah. If you want to save space, people, there's an idea. Yeah. Okay. Fucking why, why go all out, but yeah, no. Well, that's it, because not everyone lives in fucking houses, mate. You know, like they've all... I used to live in units and apartments and stuff, and... So my missus will hear this, but when we were buying a Christmas tree, when we were down here, when we moved, because I was fucking... I just threw it to the bin. I wasn't cutting that down from Emerald. Yeah. I, um... I was there, and we walked in. I think it was a big dub, and she goes, oh, we'll buy... You know, get looking at the Christmas trees, and she's like, oh, I like this one. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I heard her go, oh, I'm not a fan of the white ones. So my ears pricked, and I was like, fuck, I reckon the white ones would look awesome. <laughs> so, like, the whole time I was like, oh, I don't really give two shits. I was just, you know, for sake of stirring her up, I was like, no, 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 we'll get a white one. No, they're ugly. I don't want a white one. Just, you know, have a bit of fun with her, stir her up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... I reckon we might wrap it up here. We're yeah. donuts again this week. Yeah, she's, uh, we didn't redeem ourselves today. Nugget? No, a bit hard when someone's in your spot. Yeah. When you're listening to this, Sam, we're going to blame you today. <laughs> You'll be listening to it during the week. and But no, you... See, no, see, it's, this it's is, good. This he's, is he's, he's, another lesson, people. I was going to say, be careful brought... who you show your spots to. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's now smoked us. Because he, yeah. he even asked me during the week, he goes, Oh, he's doing your standard spot. I was like, Yeah, probably get there between 5 or 5.30. That fucker made sure he was there before me. Yeah, he did. And I was like, Yeah, fucker. But, yeah, you know, that's the joys of it, I guess. So, yeah, um, it's, you know. It's all in good fun, mate. Yeah. Well, on that note, guys, we're going to wrap it up here because Mrs. is working today and, um, yeah, i got to go look after baby Nugget this morning. So we'll, um, yeah, catch us next week. We, uh, pending weather, we'll have a bit of a different episode. We've got a guy that, uh, had a whale slap his boat when he was a young fellow when we were at school and, um, well, we all thought he died, but he pulled through and... He lives to tell the tale, what he can remember of it. So, yeah, we'll catch up with him next week and it should be a good good yarn and we'll mix things up. And uh, so, uh, yeah, keep chugging along. Go sing some lines and bang some nines and uh, nug it out. Colonel out and we'll see you next week. And have a great week, guys. All right, thanks, mate.